No, the idiot's back. This is the intro, this is the intro, this is the intro to the Poet and Billy Podcast Extravaganza! Hooray! Hooray. Alright, so listen, before we talk about how people are doing, before we talk about Dak's kid, before we talk about Dak's voice acting, before we talk about anything else, any D&D related topics, we're going to talk about Moon Knight. Go! I haven't. Wait, we're doing this now? Yeah, we're doing this now. You, you're telling me you haven't watched Moon Knight? I, I I'll I watched, boot you from this party I, right I, now. I, I watched Night Moon. Is that not this, the same thing? This, oh, Jesus Christ! You had one job. Is that? I watched Night of Moon. <laughs> night of Moon. <laughs> Always come back to the fucking man of night. No, no, I'm, I'm pausing because I was like, oh, okay, so we'll be just a second because I gotta go let the dog in real quick because I try, I couldn't, I can't get the dog to come in. You have a dog? Haley has a dog and she's not oh. here right now and she asked me to let the dog out like a few minutes ago and I was like, oh well, that, I could be able to let him out and pee real quick and he'll come right back in and then I can come and do this podcast. But he's like, Nope, I'm outside. You come and get me. So living my life, doc. Uh, like the old song says, uh, it was you who let the dogs out. The name's Poochie D and I rock the telly. I'm half Joe Camel and a third Bonzarelli. I'm the Kung Fu hippie from gangster city. I'm a rapping surfer. You the fool I pity. All right. Well, I'm going to go try to get this dog in real quick. It should just take a minute. I hope, hopefully he just runs right in. This guy. I'm sorry. Uh, in I the meantime, apologize. keep an ear out because you might hear from Booker while I'm away because he's here. Oh, he oh so look, look at that. It's the two of us uh, babysitting. Here's virtually. the thing. He has not seen Moon Knight though. So that's why we can't talk about it. Cause oh, I want to spoil no, it. No. Well, Booker, <laughs> you're about to find out the cruel, <laughs> Cruel reality that life ain't fair. We're talking about Moon Knight. He can't hear you anyway. All right, I'll be right back. <laughs> this okay, you're lucky you're adorable. This freaking guy. This freaking guy. Well, since we can't talk about freaking Moon Knight, how is your baby? She's hey, baby. good. She's eight months old, which is scary. Eight months old. Yeah. Is just yeah, terrifying, dude. Is it terrifying? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like everyone always said before she was born. It's like, man, you're gonna blink and she'll be like a year old. And um, and I was thinking, like, is it really gonna be like that? And on one hand, it really hasn't, and another, it really has. Yeah. It's just, oh man, it's nuts. I can't believe she's eight months old. I'm looking at photos right now on your Facebook page. Yeah. That's crazy. Uh, but no, she's good. She's very cheeky. Uh, she loves she loves um, being a bit of a smart ass. I wonder where um, she gets that from. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It's, it's the decisions. It's the consequences of my actions come back to haunt me. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Um, ha. Ha. As they say. Yep. Um, she, the wind lately, blew she's the door really... open, so he just came right in. Nice. It all worked out. So what you're saying is the wind has done a better job of dog sitting than you. For real, we're talking uh, babies. I guess. T- I mean, I'm, I'm not really dog. Si- I, I guess I am kind of <laughs> dog sitting, but I mean, he, he's just kind of doing his own thing. 
So did like the cats too. No, the cat just yelled too because I'm down here with them. No, oh, Jesus. And you know how they're loud. And also Dude, Booker has yeah. been loud lately. Like Booker's eating right now. He's got some goldfish and some dinosaur-shaped chicken nuggets. But man, today he has been all about just like, ah, hey, look at me. I'm loud, but I don't know how to use words. But I want you to know that I'm saying something. Uh, Do yeah. any of those goldfish happen to have one fin? Punch. <laughs> I like what you did there. Moon Knight, let's do this yeah. now. Are you sure so, that's something I should interrupt with again? No. You, just <laughs> be quiet, Billy. Dak, you have waited for this moment what feels like your entire life. Oh, man. Like, I think I started getting into Moon Knight around about the time I met you guys. If that, Ali, that yeah. was like 100 Which, years ago? That, yeah, for reference, that's half of our lives ago, or me, half oh, of well, me and Dak's half life. Of, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe so a third so of my oh, Only a small sliver of my... <laughs> back back in the days when pterodactyls would beat you up for your lunch money. It's um, true. Yeah. And I had to use my feet in the car to get to work. <laughs> like Flintstone style. Yeah. Oh, I was confused. I was like, you need to push the pedal? Because we still do that. I don't know what kind of car you have. He's got one of those driverless cars now. Uh, you got to use your hands? It's like a baby's toy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, like I have waited so long for this. And look, there are things about it. I'm just like, okay, that's an interesting choice. And probably not one I personally would have made, but it's working for what they're telling, and so I'm excited to see more. Got you. Well, me personally, I know absolutely nothing about Moon Knight. Yep. Um, and I had very uh, little knowledge going in. Um, I feel and... like just about everyone I've spoken to has been in that boat, so everyone's just sort of looking at me and just going, you're the only person we know who knows anything about this guy. Right. Like, yep, that's me. Well, it's I'll, weird, too, the fact like the that I haven't in Clerks read too? anything. What, with the, the dude in Clerks too, who had the who had the Lord of the Rings and the Transformer like, <laughs> yeah. like name, so he had he was perfectly aligned <laughs> to rule the internet. Yeah. Oh, that's right. You're talking about Elias because uh, his his, yeah, his internet his his internet handle is what you're talking about. I was like, I had no idea. Ah, uh, I was confused. We're really anyway. off today. We're, yeah, it's not going well. The dog wouldn't come in. This is less like Poet and Billy and more like Soma and Lomax. <clears throat> oh, that I also. That's an like, to your no one knows, I was going to say, no one knows what that means. By the way, I cannot believe we all made Dragonborn. <laughs> oh. We didn't talk about We have another campaign that's about to start that's like when Cloud uh. can't play, Data's got this campaign he's doing. So we made new characters. None of us talk to each other. Three of us are Dragonborn. It's fantastic. I am all about this. It's like, I know I will never be able to sit in on a session or you're never going to record any and listen to it, but I'm just like, fucking let's go. This sounds amazing. I feel like we should come up with a special game for you at like a special time. I'd be willing to do that. I don't know if Poet would be willing to do that. Like, I, I would really love to play Dungeons and Dragons with, with Dak, but I got to figure out a good time to do it because, you know, other side of the uh, world. I would, I would play yeah, look, I would Sleepy Dwarf. <laughs> <laughs> look, I, I would love to, but it's like, it's also a case of, you know, I'm working a regular job and, um, you know, so I've basically got weekends and at least one time in the weekends that 
lines up for me is already taken up by Sanderlanch. So, oh, your yeah, award-winning podcast, the Sanderlanch podcast, <laughs> award-winning. It's hey, much man, more popular than ours. Yeah, we're hey, hey we won a we have won awards. You, you certainly we, yeah, won we, awards. We won the Poet and Billy Award for best podcast of the year, yeah. like three years in a row. Not to mention, Sander Lanch won the Poet and Billy Award for best podcast specifically about Sander, uh, Brian Sanderson's uh, books. Brian. What, what I thought you are going to call him Brian Sanderlanch. <laughs> I almost did. Is his first name Brian? I don't even know. No. Larry <laughs> is what's his first name? It's Brandon. Brandon! I, yeah, it's Brandon, but then, now that you said that, I was questioning it. I was like, fuck, is his first name Brian? Oh, man. Oh, fantastic. Oh. Hey, Moon Knight. Oh, we watched yeah. Moon Knight. <laughs> oh, we man. did watch Moon Knight. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, it was, it's really cool. Fucking F. Murray Abraham as the voice of Konshu. Bold choice. I'm, I'm all about this. Now, the name sounds familiar. Remind me who that is. Because I also so, recognize the voice, but I couldn't figure out why. Uh, he, and I haven't okay. looked it up. When was the last time he watched Last Action Hero? <laughs> Probably not that long ago, really. Maybe a couple of years. Because I really I like that movie more than most people. <laughs> yeah, it's like, uh, it's like Schwarzenegger's looking at him and just going, Damn it, you killed Zart. Who? Mozart. I killed lots of people. Salieri from Amadeus. Um, All right, crickets. Gonna have uh, to look up his filmography now. Let's go. None of us are doing well this episode. <laughs> what you talking about? I'm doing fine. Um. So, so I had having having nothing to uh, having no previous knowledge about this dude. I love this episode. I'm all in. Uh, Billy, I have a I have a guess for you. I want you to guess. Why is Moon Knight now my favorite Marvel character? Dak already has guessed the correct answer. Um, In this episode, something happens that has pushed him 100% to the top of the list as my favorite MCU character. Oh, I know down. exactly what it is. <laughs> what? It took a second, but I, because he's an Avatar of the Last Airbender fan, I take it. <laughs> Just the fact that he mentioned them was enough for me to go, yep, he's my new favorite hero. Man, they were so close to April Fool's Day, too. I was like, how pissed would Poe be if they were like, Moon Knight's coming out. And, and then it comes out, and it turns out, psych, it's actually Poe Dameron the show. And Oh, I would have been furious. I have nothing against, against Poe Dameron, but I also would have been furious. <sighs> If anyone needs me, I'll be in the angry dome. You would have been very upset. I can, and understandably so. Uh, I feel weird for the fact that I have never read any Moon Knight because, yeah, you have been very uh, loud and proud over the years about how much you like Moon Knight, um, love Moon Knight, really. But it's yeah, just there's it was... never really been an I, – I think because I never really know what I should pick up. Like yeah, and that's stories. it. So, like, like and I, and also, I've been bad about reading comics the last few years. Anyway, uh, yeah. I think the I haven't actually read a comic. I think I read the last graphic novel or comic book I read was like over a year ago. I read uh, the first trade for the uh, Deadly Class, which was really good. Oh, I'd like to read more. Yeah, 
Um, that's a good. That's a good series. Yeah, I, I really enjoyed the first book, uh, and I heard the show was pretty good too. Although it got canceled after, I guess, the first season, but uh, I never I so, checked yeah. it out, so I don't know. But uh, yeah, I having very little knowledge of the character, I guess I was prepared for some of the weirdness. Um, there are little things here and there that kind of bugged me, but not. It, it wasn't necessarily anything bad. It was just odd choices, I thought, in terms of not explaining or the way that they explained some things, but, um, or rather didn't explain some things, but overall I I loved it. I'm very excited to see where they go with it. Uh, I super into the dual personalities, uh, like that. I'm yeah, that's, it's not, it's something nice and different instead of just like, it's another hero in the Marvel cinematic universe. You know, it's especially like one who is also a, mercenary or super spy or whatever the hell he is. We've had plenty of those already. So it's like, you got to have something about them that stands out as opposed to just the fact that they have a specific kind of power set. And that dual personality is very interesting. And I'm curious to see how they play, play that off the rest of the show. Yeah. Also, uh, you know, just, just to start from the beginning, Holy shit! That opening scene, like I was, cr- I, was oh, I cringed so hard. Where he's like putting yeah. that glass, and I, I was like, oh my god, this is like a horror movie. Like, uh, what is this? Like, I'm, which not a bad thing. I was so fucking down. I was like, yeah, let's do more of this. Like, what is, what is gonna happen? Oh yeah, it stands um, apart from the crowd. I will say the first two viewings definitely I felt that way. The third time I watched it, I noticed that when he puts his feet in there, there's literally no glass. At all, I mean, it's all, I, I, it's all sound effects. I'm okay with no, that because I don't but, think Ethan Hawke is the the method actor that needs to do that. So true, but <laughs> yeah. I think you need to at least have either because of those shoes, they either needed to have glass or blood leak out of them. Like, like you needed to see something come out because when he just put his foot in there the third time, I was like, oh, there's nothing in there. I mean, I can see that being an issue that, three times that, uh, to you know, watch. And it I understand and that being that. a problem because my biggest issue with the show was little inconsistencies that I was like, ah, they probably could have done that a little bit better. Uh, although there were a couple of them that were very, very, like, were really good. Specifically, as the, this is an example of that, when you see him later. And he's walking. I swear, you can hear the chunk of the glass, like you did when he was walking in the beginning of the show, in his shoes. Like it was so like like oh, it's still there. Uh, I thought it was wonderful. Uh, although there are yeah, there are some things about like that would have made more sense to me that if they had explained it, like you know, I, I, when he's going on the date. And it turns out to be a different day. It's like he thinks it's Friday. It's actually Sunday. But I know he has a phone. So I'm like, did you just not look at the date? Or did you not realize? At this point, you must have realized you've lost some time. Booker also feels that way. Uh, he has eaten can, all his goldfish. So I, I can 100% understand. It's like, oh, he failed to notice the date on the phone. That's that sort of thing I get. The thing I thought was like, did he just not get called out at his job for not showing up for a couple of days that well that was a i i took that and again they could have explained that better too my thought process was it was the weekend that he lost so like that was 
he wasn't working on the weekend and he comes back on Monday, but they don't explain that either. Cause yeah. I was, I, cause I was expecting it when he went into work that they'd be like, what are you doing here? You didn't show up for yeah. work. They just did little things like that. They didn't do a great job of explaining like, you know, why, you know, why they didn't notice it. Also why, or not why, but if this has ever happened before, like it's clear that, or it's clear that this that kind of stuff has happened before the way his bedroom is set up. Yeah. But there's never like a like I would have accepted it if his job was like, oh, OK, he disappeared because of his condition. And maybe they explain it away like he's let them know that he has some kind of issue like this. But that doesn't happen. And uh, uh, for me, it is so far. It's not a problem for me because it's so clear that the other guy does stuff like he clearly hooked up yeah, with that yeah. girl and set up a, t- a date. Like that he, dude, he got, he got the replacement fish. Gets I'm the sorry, replacement guys. fish, uh, puts the <laughs> Liz is calling me. <laughs> uh, Hi, Liz. He re he reputs everything up, puts the locks up. Uh, yeah. So like for me, I don't need them him to explain that. Well, bef- one of the other million things the other guy does is, oh hey, I'm calling out of work today. I got diarrhea. Not going to be there. And they're like, all right, we hope you feel better with this COVID okay. pandemic. Yeah, We're no, not going to let you in. You know what I mean? That's 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 a good point. I hadn't considered that, but you're right. That makes a ton of sense. Um, I really like how they're, they, they jump. They I like the cuts. Like when he woke yeah. up face down and then he like waves at that guy and the guy waves back. I'm like, I'm like, what is going on here? And then the guy's like, what are you doing? And he starts shooting at him. I'm like, oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> that was great. Really um, comedy bit. I like and I like how they cut to the car chase and then in the car chase and like I just like how like you get like the little puzzle piece and then you see like it backwards you get to work out what happened. Yeah. Um I do the scene where he's uh complaining about the poster and she's like, You're never gonna be a tour tour guide and he just pauses and goes, that that surprisingly hurts yeah. like that <laughs> that line just killed me all three times i watched it man the and that that humor is i think this i won't say the saving grace of that character because i don't dislike him uh but i can see how it would be difficult to make him someone that the audience is going to want to root for because yeah he's not he's not the badass character he's not the one that can like clear out a room or anything but you do feel for him, and because I think he has that sense of humor and he is funny, you're like, oh man, this is a poor guy, and yeah, yeah. And it, it it helps you, you know, you, know, you, you give just, a damn. You like the guy, you want to you want to see him succeed, dude. Yeah, I want to see things happen for him. I you know, I was really disappointed when his date, you know, obviously didn't work out because he missed it. Uh, that scene of him at the table and like having that breakdown as the dude's asking him about the state. I mean, oh, that was fantastic. Just... Oscar oh, Isaac yeah. is really a good actor. What other stuff has he done? Do you guys have any suggestions that I should stuff I should look at? <laughs> um, um, <Ryan>. Dune. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but he's in it. Um, it's, it's yeah, Lewis he's Davis. great. Apparently, I was we were somebody had mentioned on the Discord too that uh, the director had to fight to keep that uh, that scene. Yeah, because it doesn't, and I understand because it doesn't add anything to the plot. But that's those are the kind of scenes I love in these they, like movies the ones that and shows. For the character. 
Yeah, they're the, they're the kind of sins that I have in mind. Like, when I recommend a, like, you know, I wouldn't say to somebody, like, you got to watch this show. There's a scene where this guy does get, you know, ends up not having a date. But it's like the kind of scene that's on my there's mind. A scene, there's a scene where a guy doesn't know what to order for a steak. Yeah, it's it's the kind of scene that's like on my mind though, and I'm like, you should watch this show because you know you're gonna you're gonna have fun, but you're also gonna have this connection to this guy, uh, and you know feel 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 for him. And I'll admit, I'm also I'm curious about uh, the other the other guy to an extent. Mark. We didn't get you know a lot of time with him, and understandably so. Um, yeah. But yeah, I. I, I really love the fact that even though this guy is not a hero or super like badass by any extent, I'm still totally down to be like, yes, let's see what happens with him. Yeah. I think my, the funniest moment in the episode to me was like, he's just woken up. He's in the, he's in the truck. It's going backwards and the car's coming at him. The windshield has been shot out. He doesn't know what to do. So he just chucks <laughs> the gun at the windshield. So and oh, yeah. he's like, the, the voice just goes, did he just throw the gun? <laughs> so yeah, he's just like, he talks back. He's like, I've never done this before. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, uh, I, I was pissing myself at that bit. I fucking loved it. Just the I, indignation in the voice. It's like, and you know, did he really just do that? And for, and for all of those like little inconsistency things of like, ah, I don't know if they're explaining this very well. The ones that they do explain well or don't explain at all in a good way or make, make it so worth it. You know, I would never say like yeah. that this is a bad show or a bad episode, even though there are little things I could complain about and kind of have, uh, oh, because, perfect, but... because of the fact that there's just some awesome, like the way that they do the cuts, like I think in, in other types of situations like this, you would see later in that episode and maybe we'll see it later in the season, which would be fine too. But you know, you would show at least a little bit of like what happened when he was the other guy. I love that they just cut from his perspective, you know, of like, oh, it's him. Now we're back to him again. And all this shit has changed. Uh, and it's great. Yeah. And and even like little details that I thought worked out. The fact that he says his full name and what he does. It didn't occur to me in the moment of like, oh, yeah, that's how they find it. But of course, that's how they find him. <laughs> yeah. I did love fucking, Ethan like, Hawke. The bad guy's like. I didn't think you would really uh, work, work, did do, worked in the gift shop. I, Ethan Hawke is such a great actor, and I yeah. think his the his, form, his the subtlety way he addresses of like them. his, his Stephen Grant of, of like, the gift shop. He's such a weird character, and but he still manages to sell the subtlety of like even he's like, what the fuck is up with this guy? <laughs> yeah, and, I, right. and it's so good. Yeah. So the the weird thing about his character for me, like in terms from the comics, like. His character has shown up exactly once. Like, in, like Moon Knight's been around since, I think, the 70s? Or maybe the 80s. I forget exactly when. And in all that time, like even across all of Marvel, that character has shown up in exactly one comic. And that was it. And I was like, that's an interesting choice. Kind of like Sherlock's uh, love interest that was like a throwaway line and is like later is just like, central figure in most of the stories yeah yeah so you know bold, bold choice but i'll run with it because ethan hawke's a great actor and i'm loving what he's doing so far if you and also if that, you that had, also uh, chosen the bad guy kind of do whatever you know whatever kind of thing they want to do uh 
Yeah. Because I, yeah. I guess I can see them, you know, when you're dealing with characters that have such a, you know, a large selection of stories to choose from, you do get kind of stuck with like, well, you know, people are going to want to see bits of this story or this part, this parts of the character. But when you have ones that are not that popular or weren't in that many stories, you can play around with it a little bit more, which I can understand. Yeah. Wanting yeah. To do. It's especially with like, yeah, just cause Moon Knight, it's basically every, every time a new writer gets a hand on him, they decide, well, I'm going to reinvent this thing about him. And then the follow up, the follow up writer, might keep that reinvention or they might change it again or they'll change something else. So like Moon Knight himself has gone through so many different iterations over the years. And it's like, man, you're never going to be able to fulfill all of those, especially not in a six episode series. But I think having like so many weird, I guess, versions or attributes of this character really, you know, give it fits the again, multiple personalities. It, it fits the multiple personalities. It fits with, uh, you know, letting them kind of do whatever they more or less want to do. Uh, but also, I think it fits well with this, the current phase of Marvel that we're in, where it's just fucking anything can happen. Like, it, 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 yeah, it, right? it it's just it, like weird shit. It's not enough just to be like, oh, uh, here's this soldier from World War Two and he comes back, which, you know, um, that's great. And I love that. You know, I love Captain America. But now we're in like multiverse shit and multiple personality characters. Like you kind of have to have the, a little something extra to push you <laughs> into that direction, yeah. you know? Well, I mean, it's like we've already had the Norse gods. Um, apparently the Greek gods are going to show up at some point, And now we're bringing the Egyptian gods into it. So it's like, like fucking everyone's here. Excellent. Um, who would you have picked for your perfect Moon Knight TV show villain? Um, someone from his rogues gallery. Someone from not from his rogues gallery. Uh, I go someone from his rogues gallery. I mean, like my my immediate thought goes to Bushman, who is the guy who originally killed Mark Spector, and then and then like that's when Mark fell on the statue of Conchu, and Conchu raised him from the dead and turned him into the Moon Knight. Um, but then man, spoiler alert, guy. <laughs> As if that's say, what happens who fucking knows who knows yeah, right. um but then like someone posted the art like that article saying it's like yeah but like then it's just you got mark is a mercenary bushman is the mercenary and it's like you've got that whole oh the villain is just the same as the, uh, the hero but bad i'm like okay yeah, yeah no, which is i get that i get that we're, we're, ta- we're tired of that um i, so, I wouldn't uh, have complained about that i don't you know i'm not necessarily against that but i can see how you might want to avoid that. Yeah, at least yeah. for it's a like, little while. It's like it could it could be done well. In fact, I think it has been done well in the past by many of the Marvel movies. But I can I'm I'm totally on board with like yeah look it's been done we want to try something new so. Um, I don't know the profile's pretty cool, but he's not really much of a fighter. Uh, I I guess probably Black Spectre is um some someone I would go with. He's like this dude with all this medieval weaponry who. <laughs> Try like actually now that I think about it, like he tries to build, he always tries to build a cult following around him. So I guess they've kind of given that to Ethan Hawke's character, even though he's a completely different character. I think there is another one of the villains who's going to show up later in the show because they announced earlier this year, like the actor playing him died. Um, so this will be like his last his last thing that he was in. So like the mid the Midnight Man is going to be in it at some point, but who like again, it's like they're 
playing sort of fast and loose with how they adapt these characters. So I'm just like, I don't know if he's going to be like a very faithful representation of the comics or he's just going to be faithful to the spirit, but different in like style or whatever. But I was like, just bring it. I don't like it's, it's looking good so far. Look, I will admit a lot of the changes they've made. I'll forgive a lot for how well they did it. And the fucking ending of the episode where Steven finally lets Mark take over. You see the costume fly up. The jackal thing runs into the bathroom and you hear this fight and you see the jackal trying to run away and get dragged back in. And it just ends with him beating the shit out of it. I'm just like, oh man, that was fucking incredible. Yeah. It was definitely a good end of episode one for sure. Because I was immediately like, all right, episode two. And it also gives you like more questions on you know how did we get here like in an, in a good way where you're like i want to know you know especially since we didn't see before like i said we always saw everything uh from other guys perspective so has he always like how long has he been able to do this like how did he learn to do yeah. it? was he doing this before and we didn't see it you know, like yeah. it, it, it's it's very interesting and exciting. Uh, it le- like I because I, I legitimately don't know what's going to happen in this next episode, uh, and a lot of times you can at least kind of guess. Yeah. Is that yeah, is just... that right, Booker? <laughs> but yeah, you're just like, oh, is the next episode just going to be a lot more <laughs> of Stephen? Are we going to see more of Mark? Are we like, you're like, what's going to happen with Ethan Hawke's character? Like, like, like is he? You just don't know. Like, there's the the girl on the phone. Like, when's she gonna come into it? Who knows? Or will she come into it? I don't know. It's yeah. My question is: John Snow gonna show up? Uh, I don't think so. Well, but I mean, we've got to learn guess. more about I mean, the Black I, Knight. I, they they could, yeah. but I, that'd be weird. I. Well, I guess he is London based, isn't he? From yeah. a time. Yeah, he is in London, but I had, yeah, I, I hadn't thought of is. that. But it's a good point. I don't know, man. Uh, what if this was just a backdoor entry for Captain Carter? I really How? hope not. But... Oh. I was just thinking this. I've been watching Ethan Hawke since Explorers in 1985. That's fucking nuts. Wow. Dude, I love that dude. White Fang, man. I fucking love that movie. Man, Ethan, he's he's one of those actors that I, I don't want to say that I forget what a great actor he is, but he's just he's never know, really it, in the spotlight. Nah, it, it, he always adds something though, where I'm like, oh shit, Ethan Hawke's in this? Yeah, man, let's check this. Like he, he's the kind of actor that makes me like more interested in watching something if I wasn't already. I'm like, yeah, I think, I'll check this out. Like, I think it might have been Fools who said it. It's like apparently like he was already sort of interested because it's like, oh, this is a lesser known like hero and so like it's gonna we can be a bit more creative with it and he was sort of just like on the fence like uh, look i might be interested and like and then apparently like he and oscar isaac were, went to the same gym and oscar isaac was like come on man do the show with me that's oh that's pretty cool i like hearing that kind of stuff <laughs> yeah i think he also uh directed an episode i could be wrong about that but i think uh possibly that's cool yeah did. But yeah, I, th- I think the both of them, they both signed up because, like, th- because of how much creative freedom they would be able to have in adapting their characters. Like that was that was what really got them involved. Because like, I think Oscar Isaac has said, look, he's done 
the X-Men thing. He's done the Star Wars thing and he came out of both of them really not happy. So he wasn't really interested in big franchise work anymore. Um, so they needed something to really hook him to get him into this one. I mean, I feel like if that's a, how you feel, this is the kind of character and story to get somebody involved. In. To me, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cause I mean, he's getting to play essentially multiple roles which has yeah. got to be exciting for an actor. Well, the the British accent that Stephen has was Oscar Isaac's idea to make you know Stephen distinct from Mark, um, and and his and he and like and he's already got the perfect backdoor. If like people say the accent is terrible, he's like, well, that's because he's not a native British speaker. He's an American guy putting in what he putting on what he thinks is a British accent. I like the accent, actually. I think it's a, part of part of what makes the humor work is like the way that he speaks is just is very, yeah. is very funny to me. Uh, I don't know if it's an accurate one, but I think it's a good. I think it's an entertaining one, so I'll take it. Yeah, yeah. Like for the bits where he's talking to his reflection in the mirror, they got Oscar Isaac's brother to stand in as the other personality. Interesting. Nice. I was thinking to myself sense. watching it when I watched it. The third time. I can't believe I've watched this show three times already. Um, That's pretty cool. I was going to say, were we supposed to do that? I watched it once. So Dude, I, I watched it Wednesday morning. I watched it Thursday morning. And then I watched it uh, this morning. Um, nice. I, I, was wondering when I, I was wondering when I was watching it. I was like, I, was like, I wonder how they, how they film these shots. <laughs> So I'm glad that inadvertently that was answered for me. Yeah. Oh, man, that's fantastic. Yeah, dude, I fucking, I was all in. I was like, I woke up Wednesday morning. I was like, yeah, let's do this. And I was like pumped. And I woke up Thursday. I was like, should we watch that Moon Knight again? And I was like, let's watch it again this morning. Do you pick up new stuff each time you watch it? or? Yeah, well, like the third time I picked up that it, no glass. Oh, yeah, the, the glass out. thing, yeah. Um, <laughs> Did you pick up good stuff? <laughs> uh no like no more uh, mostly i just get wrapped up in the story so i'm just like i don't know what's going on fair enough that that it, it was just that first part that got me but so i watched it twice and the, the main thing i picked up the second time was again he's in the cupcake truck and like he's mashing the cupcake into the guy's face I didn't realize that he was apologizing for doing it at the time. I missed that in the action. But he's like, he's got the cupcake. He's like, oh, sorry. Like, man, <laughs> that moment when everybody goes to Neil and he has, and he like doesn't know. So he's like, oh, oh shit. shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, the bit where it's like, so uh... Ethan Hawke is threatening him in the museum and he like, he and he takes them like the scales measure thing and gets a bit creeped out. And it's like, there's chaos in you and he's really surprised and then at that moment the door opens the school group comes through so steven just turns and just fucking runs in a really goofy way through the doors to get away i was like <laughs> brilliant that was funny but then that was also another strange moment in the show that i guess they just didn't have much of a workaround for because i was like so that happened also he found out that like that one of the security guys is in on this cult or whatever but then he just goes like and works the rest of the day. Like, <laughs> it's like what happened? You wouldn't leave or like like oh I'm not feeling well. I need to leave. Like maybe his boss is that much of a bitch. I guess, but it was just such a strange. It was a very jarring thing of like we cut from that to later that night him checking in the inventory. Like wait what? <laughs> yeah. 
did Ethan Hawke just hang out and watch him or something? Like, I, I, well, it was, actually, it was no, a bizarre, bizarre maybe choice, he, I thought. Maybe he heard, um, like, Arthur say, let him go, and just thought, oh, maybe I'm in the clear. Because, like, I could totally see Steven just be like, oh, he said, let him go. Oh, my God, I'm okay. And just, like, actually believe that. Yeah. I I honestly hadn't thought about him just going back to work until this moment. <laughs> really? That was, oh, man, I... <laughs> They, they will never follow me into the staff only area. Uh, that's funny. Uh, so now that we talk Moon Knight, we'll uh, we're gonna have Dak on at the end of the season too. Uh, so yeah. we'll be all able to. Uh, I expect. Any, what are your point. expectations? I have no expectations. Obviously, I have no idea where the story's going. I don't care. Uh, I haven't heard like you know how we kept hearing. With uh, uh, Billy's favorite show, WandaVision, that uh, Mr. Fantastic was going to show up when the truck showed up. Um, have we? You know, heard I found out the other day that actually was they cut that. It was supposed to happen, <laughs> but too really? many people on the internet saw it coming, so they cut it out. Allegedly, no, that was I'm, that was Doctor Strange, not Mr. I'm, Fantastic. I'm making that shit up. I don't even know. I just said, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, that's uh, April Fools, is it? Do you have any predictions, Dak? I don't know, because, like, the thing is, like, we haven't even heard a whole lot of casting for this show. Like, we know, we like, have, we, although... we heard... Sorry, we I heard early on. Yeah, um... We, yeah, we heard early on, it's like, alright, we've got Ethan... Like, we've got Oscar Isaac, we've got Ethan Hawke, and we've got, uh, this... Like, the, the girl on the phone, she does come into it. May something, I can't remember her last name. But they're, like, they're the only actors that were confirmed and their roles their names were confirmed before yeah. the show even came out like like the guy who died who's playing midnight we didn't even know he was in the show until they announced that he died and he was going to appear in this show and we got yeah. oh, oh 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 okay um and so i've got no idea what other characters are going to show up like the, when he's flicking through the phone like and it's like a million calls from the girl and then there's one call from someone else and so yeah. i was like oh i recognize that one other name uh who's like his best mate in the comics who like basically his um like his his q the guy who like builds builds all his uh gadgets and flies his, his moon, moon his moon night house like motorcycle and stuff yeah he actually has a moon copter moon copter of course he does are it's, the blades half moons yeah, he obviously he Nailed buys it. it with his billions of dollars because I don't know if you know this, but Moon Knight is actually Marvel's Batman. So, oh my I god, know I, that. Fucking <laughs> I didn't know that. That isn't that, that's not funny. Fuck you. I hate you. Uh, um, uh, <laughs> well, that escalated. Uh, that is not true. Anyone who believes that, I is, yeah. Oh man, I feel like Booker's. <laughs> I don't know what Booker's like, doing. Oh, he's, he's very mad. He's, I was. I should not have said that. Actually, what he's doing is, uh, he has a toy worm and he is throwing it over. Oh, no. I, yeah, I know. I don't know what he's saying. He just goes around going da 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 and looks at me and I don't know. I just agree, and I probably shouldn't because I could be agreeing to like things that I shouldn't agree to. Let's burn down the daycare center. Okay. Um, yeah, no. So, I, look, like, long, sto- long story short, I got no idea what's coming. Um, and, Booker. like I said, I'm, 
I'm, I'm doing my level best not to be like, well, that's different from the comics. And like, because that's not that's not necessarily a bad thing. They've really changed Stephen Grant's character. And I'm just like, you know what? It works. So I'm just going with it. I'm always down for changes like that. I'm, I've, I don't like being a stickler for like, that's not how it was in the source material. Because whatever, like, especially in comics, because that shit changes all it's- the time. Uh, it sort of, it just sort of depends on what the changes are and stuff like that. Because I, I mean, I hate what the Venom movies have done to Venom, where now he's basically just black Deadpool. Um, like, and like, yeah. Sometimes they'll make changes, and I'm just like, did you really need to make that change? Because like, if they're changing it just to cash in on popularity of something, then I hate it. But if it's like changing and there's a good yeah. creative reason for it and it works in the story, then I'm all I'm like, to- totally on board with that. I, I can understand that. I haven't watched the Venom movies because I'm just not particularly interested, but I can see being in order that, especially because I, uh, it, it would be hard to separate how clear it is that this is not a change just for the sake of creativity, but a change for, we have to do something to make a single movie work for this guy because we need to keep the rights. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, um, you got fuck fucking morbius which oh, oh yeah I'm, you guys plan I'm, on seeing morbius no why would i see i think it? my yeah, friends and i were gonna hate watch it like we're gonna like like acquire it through other means wink wink and all get really really drunk and just tear it apart uh i i'm all down for hate watching something uh depending on what it is i can't do it with that movie strictly because i god i i have such a hard time with jared leto like I oh just, yeah the guy, as soon man. as he comes on screen for anything, I'm like, ugh, uh, I don't want to watch this anymore. <laughs> I literally so Booker agrees. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I will. I won't do it by myself. If it's a fun night with my friends, then it's. I see it more as an activity with my buddies rather than going out of my way to shit on something. I just feel like I would rather do anything else with my buddies than hate watch something. Um, I'll say this though about uh, source adaptation. Uh, I'm one of those people that can be like, oh, like I don't have a problem with it, but but then I'm also that guy that's like, oh, Master Chief is taking his helmet off. It's not following the Halo story. I'm not interested. Betrayal. See, I don't, I don't care that uh, the Halo show has been changing like the the story and the characters. So yeah, because again, like I said, I'm not really gonna hold to that too hard as long as you make it entertaining. You know movie show anything uh it's just that everything everything i've seen about that show looks fucking awful for just just from a creative standpoint like that just sounds bad by itself regardless of any changes somebody wrote on the other day that apparently there's like i guess there's a like the there are human bad guys like with the covenant or in the covenant uh which sounded like a really strange choice but that alone didn't really bother me but weird whatever uh but somebody, I guess maybe it was Tim, pointed out uh, that I guess there's like they're there also for like nude scenes. There are nude scenes with them, I guess, where they're bad. So yeah, it's like that's the first like mildly entertaining thing I've heard about this show is that there's nudity in it. <laughs> but that's still not enough to make me watch it. But it's like the thing about the Halo show. Oh yeah, first episodes on YouTube now. The first episode on YouTube. I'm still not gonna that's, watch it. Yeah, that's 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 one of those. Like everything I've heard about that show and like the creative decisions I've I've heard taken, it's like that's one of those ones. It's like, all right, you, you've changed literally everything about the show to the point. Where it's like, why did you bother making a Halo show? You apparently weren't interested in it. You've yeah. just 
stuffed it into that IP because you think that'll get more people to actually watch your sci-fi show that you were planning on making. Like, it's like, it doesn't, it, that's, that's where they've made so many changes to the point where it's like, it's not even Halo anymore. You've like, what, what have you done? Yeah, that, that is very strange. And I, I don't know. I, it, I think, and it, it, to go back actually to the Venom thing of like, we have to keep this, uh, the rights to this thing. Um, I, th- I honestly think it's that. I think that they were going to, you know, they had the rights. They were going to lose it within a couple of years or something. I, I don't actually know for sure, but and they're like, look, we got to do something with this or somebody else is going to pick it up and do something with it. So just, you know, slap the Halo name on it. Anybody can do whatever they want. We've got this side. Fuck, for all I know, they're like, here's a here's a script for a sci-fi thing that is close enough. We'll just change some character names and it'll yeah. be it'll be that. Um because I mean, you can see the same thing, you know. You you can see the how Sony is doing that with all the Spider-Man stuff. Not you know, at least for oh. them, Venom was successful. But this Morbius movie is just Why? like it, it's the. I mean, it already looked bad to me, but the reviews have just been horrible. And I'm not like a person who <laughs> takes reviews as like, oh yeah, you know, the reviews say it's bad, so it must be. Yeah, they're not. Man, they're not it gospel. is. It is cripplingly horrible, like how these reviews yeah. have been hitting this movie. Uh, I think my favorite my favorite thing about the reviews is the fact they're all saying, like, the only good thing about the movie is Matt Smith as the bad guy. And then, like, a couple of weeks before the movie came out, Matt Smith did an interview. And he's like, yeah, honestly, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing in that. I don't even know what character I played. But Matt, yeah, that's, that's so strange. Matt Smith makes such strange decisions on like the roles he gets uh, outside of Doctor Who. I'm always like, you're a very good actor. Why are you in this? Did you no, guys he, was, he was really good in The Crown. Oh, I've heard that. Yes, uh, I haven't watched that. But I was I was specifically thinking of that Terminator movie. He plays Skynet, like a, like a strange embodiment of what? Skynet. I'll be back. Yeah. Uh, in, Is this the I one with Nerys? I think so, actually. Funny enough, yeah, I think it is that one. Um, yeah, because okay. it wasn't the last one, because I haven't seen the last one, which I heard was actually pretty good. It was the one before that. Genesis, I think it's called. Yeah, yeah, that's the one with um, and also oh, And also that, that Game of Thrones prequel show that's coming oh, House out. Of the, that House of the looks, Dragon? That looks real bad, and I'm like, bud, who? I haven't seen anything it's, it's, on that. It's I the huge it Jack. Like set, there's only been set pieces yeah. so far, isn't there? It's what? Haven't there only been set pictures so far? There hasn't even been a trailer. Uh, I don't think there has been a trailer, but uh, it everything that people have said about like the storyline and stuff, it, people like. I, but then again, I guess it's fair that people are not excited about that because of how upset people were at the end of uh, Game of Thrones. Yeah, but like still, they're upset. Not... They're upset at the Game of Thrones show. They're upset they haven't got the book yet. Like it's well, no, the... no one is positive about it. Well, I think I think the problem is that was the problem with the show. The show outpaced the source material. This is oh, yeah. there's no source material that they're copying from. And they've already proven that Sans source material, they don't handle the property very well. That's fair. At so, least those two fucking dickheads not running the show now. Boom. Roasted. Uh but to be fair, I was happy with how Arya's story went down and I she was the one I was rooting for, so that's good. As long as you got that. Yeah. Um, Silver linings are important. All right. Now that we're off Moon Knight, how has everybody been? Dak, how have you been? You've obviously had a new baby, a first baby. Georgie Porgy Pudding and Pie. What do you guys call it? Georgina? 
Why was it yeah, so yeah, important George... for you for us to do Moon Knight first? By the way, you you're so adamant about that. You're because like, Dad uh, loves like Moon Knight, and I was not gonna let my man be swayed by a bunch of bullshit before he could get talking Moon Knight. But you yeah, no, fucking that ruined like... that, Billy. Thank you. <laughs> I was I mean, yeah. yeah when I messaged Poe and say, "Hey, can I be on the show and talk Moon Knight?" That was that was my pitch. Yeah. Billy, pitch. Like a, you like a I was gonna say, what a project is it a pitch? Like you, you literally probably could just said, "Hey, can I be on the show?" Yeah, yeah. Or we wouldn't no, have had a show. Like yeah, you know, yeah. we just at this point in the show, we just record when we want to. It's like, yeah. Uh, you want to do a show this week? Sure. We haven't done one in a month. Why not? <laughs> um. So, Dak, how have you been? Yeah, good, good. I say it really has been that long since I was on the show. It's like, yeah, last time I was on, I didn't have a baby. Now I've, you know, we've had a baby. We've moved house. I've got a new job, and so everything's changed. Dude, everything's um, changed. But it's good. Life yeah. is good. That's awesome. Yeah, I work from home yeah, now. Yeah, Dad's like, pretty fucking cool, isn't it? You work from home. Oh now? yeah. You can pick locks from home. That's amazing. I'm not a locksmith anymore. Fuck what that. What are you I'm doing out. now? I was gonna say, I'm pretty sure he's not doing that. Like. Unless he's just like unlocking doors in his own house, which I think is a really weird. <laughs> I don't think anyone's paying him to do that. <laughs> yeah, you don't know. If, people if pay, pay me to people do that, Patreon a lot of shit these days. That's true. Um, Welcome yeah, no, to Dak's lockpicking channel. <laughs> Today, I'm going to break into the bedroom. <laughs> Today, my wife is pissed at me and has locked herself in her bedroom. But Please we're going like to do something about that. <laughs> Make sure you follow the Patreon link below to see to see firsthand to see one week early how this turned out. <laughs> Spoilers, not well. Oh man. Um. So what are um, you doing now? Are you voice acting uh, full time? Oh God, I wish. Uh, uh, no, no, not a lot of movement on that. I'm still trying. Uh, not as often as I should. Uh, I have been in a couple more episodes of uh, the X Men thing. Um, like the most recent episode was about the Morlocks. I played one of the Morlocks, so that was cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was, I, yeah, it was actually weird. It's like, so I submitted for three of the characters, and he said, "Yeah, I'm gonna like, I'm casting you for this one." I'm like, "Really? I thought that was my weakest." But okay, well, that's good. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, like, so yeah, working from home is good. It's nice and chilled out, and it means like when when Jamie has to take the cat to the vet, I can look after the baby for, for an hour while still working, which is yeah. great. Um, I, yeah, I finish earlier in the day and then like, I just have to walk downstairs and like, oh, I'm home. I don't have to drive, which is great because fuel prices are fucking insane right now. Dude, I bet. Um, and yeah, no, it's, it's really good. It's really chilled out. I can play whatever music I want, or I can just have like a, like something like a, a show or a movie playing on the screen while I work. And like, I'm sort of half focusing on the work and half focusing on the screen but I'm still getting my shit done, so it's great. Nice, man. Um, yeah, I got myself a nice big new desk, so I don't have to put my um, personal laptop on top of my work laptop anymore. That's great. All right, nice. You're moving on up. Yeah. Uh, it's like it's really good. Like the new house is great. We got more space, and we have working air conditioning. Thank fuck. And is it yours? The Did old you house... guys buy this, or are you renting stuff? No, no, no. We're we're renting. Um, but it's a private rental, not through a property management agency. And thank God, I'm sick of those oh, pricks. Good. Yeah. But yeah, that's, no, no, things are things are looking up. That's exciting, man. And how's your award-winning podcast nice. going? <laughs> good, good. We are up to. Uh, so, 
we're on to the fifth book that we're that we're doing at the moment. So we did the Mistborn trilogy. Yeah. Then we did Elantris, and uh, now we're doing the second Mistborn, not trilogy because there's four books, but they're all shorter. Yeah. Um, and I'm like I'm in, I'm enjoying it. Uh, this 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 next Mistborn group was sold uh, as like oh this is like you know fantasy but in the wild west and i'm just like fuck yeah yes you take my money uh yeah and then it's been it hasn't been as much of that as i hoped like i know billy you're not a western fan but i love him um and it hasn't well, been I, as I, western I, I, as I didn't hoped, think it was as but... western i thought it was supposed to be more of a i, I don't want to say steampunk but like uh like that kind of era um because i know that uh the I, I can't remember where I read this. So I could be totally wrong, but there's a the concept of the more fantasy setting timeline in the first trilogy, and then like that steampunk or like 1800, 1700 style, you know, timeline in the second trilogy. And then there was supposed to be, I guess, he was going to do a Mistborn trilogy that was like either more modern day or uh, even futuristic, like in the future style. He's actually uh, planning sci-fi. on doing both, I think. There is going to be like a modern day-ish one coming after this one and then a futuristic one after that one. So there's like he's got a timeline planned out and like he writes crazy amount of books a year, so um, Oh god, yes. Have we talked about the, the uh the Kickstarter? <laughs> I mean, it's I mean Kickstarter. We, it finally finished. We talked about it when data was on a month ago. That's right, we yeah. did. We did. I couldn't so, remember for sure. Yeah. The, the goal was raise $1 million, I believe. Uh, when it closed, it had raised $41 million. Yep. Like, it's, like, got twice as much money as the highest Kickstarter ever previous to that. And was, so, it, was the highest one Critical Role or no? I don't know, honestly. I can't even remember. Um, but, yeah, so, like... So like, we we like we've all backed it. Like, I've backed it for just for the books themselves because you know I, I, I like having the the books, um, which was ridiculously expensive, probably more than it was actually I think it was actually worth. But whatever, it's done now. Um, yeah, I thought about it, but it was just enough money that I was like, uh, uh, I'm gonna think on this, and then I did think about it, and then I forgot about it, and now I guess it's too late. But what are you gonna do? <laughs> I think they do have late entry, so it is still possible, but. But yeah, eh. but, like, I've got it, too like, many books as it is. Yeah, including, I mean, uh, including. Uh, I was about to call him Brian Sanderson. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Sanderson books that I have realize, not read yet. Uh, we're, we're recording tomorrow, and I'm gonna have to bring this up. That's fantastic. <laughs> like I've got way, I've got the Way of Kings uh, that I still haven't read. Uh, I think I've got one more book of his actually in there that I still haven't read. I never read more of Mistborn. Actually, I read the first book, but I didn't read. The rest of that trilogy, or let alone any oh, of the other series. out, man. Those breakdancers got down. Punch! <laughs> <laughs> uh, we need to do another, like, picture episode and get you back on. Dude, that was so fun. Yeah, yeah. Wait, oh, were you on tomorrow. the show? Like, Did I not know this? Yeah, we... In, in, our, in our first year, like, at the end of 2020, like, me, Jamie, and Joe took a break over Christmas, and Data thought I like, still wanted to release something for the fans. So he did an episode, uh, which was poet and who else was it? It was my buddy Matt, uh, who I work oh, with right. and who that we play D and D with on Tuesdays. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was the two of them, and what Data would do, like neither of them had read the first Mistborn book, and that was all we'd finished by that point in the podcast. So 
data got a whole bunch of pictures of like fan art of events in that book and showed it to these guys and then to- and then asked them to describe what they thought was happening um or like names names of the characters and everything like that um so and then like he uploaded that episode to youtube so people could follow along with the images and like just get their impressions out i, I thought that was fucking hilarious i especially love the fact that so like one of the main character of the book is named vin and she's like a teenage girl uh and poet called one of the other characters vin diesel because he looked like vin diesel and i was like well there is a vin in this book but she's not the one you're thinking of oh man yeah, I almost pitched an episode to you guys once because I thought it would be like fun, but then I was like, ah, I'm not. That sounds like an asshole thing for me to do to be like, hey, you know this popular podcast you guys do? I want to come on and talk about this thing. So I, I was like, I'm not gonna say anything because when the uh, it was it, what was, it? was because the, it was because uh, Jim Butcher had the uh, both Dresden Files books come out the other year, and I was like, man, oh, yeah. that's nuts. And it was wait, you know, I knew that you and 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 data were down for it and so i was like man what if we read both of those and like you had a special episode where you're like hey for any dresden files fans we talked about these books because they since they just came out uh but then i was like nah whatever that one they don't want to hear that from yeah. me we, we <laughs> yeah. do mention like <laughs> like dresden quite a bit because like we we're like me me and data obviously are massive fans and joe's read a few and likes them so it's well, like I, okay yeah, every, every... i would assume that there'd be some crossover among those fans yeah, yeah, but which like, would be really, why I thought about it. But I was like, yeah, we, like, yeah, but yeah, like it's like we are there for Sanderson books. So like when Sanderson. so Jamie and I, like, took I would be pissed. There's a Stephen off. King podcast that I listen to, so like I'd be pissed if they just took a week and were like, hey, we're talking about this Dean Koontz book. Like, no, fuck <laughs> you. Oh, I didn't mean to break you. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man cause there's oh God, a Dean Koontz book that I absolutely love and so if I found out you were furious that they were talking about it on Stephen King podcast I would be dead <laughs> oh man but I, so <sighs> last year when, when when Georgie was born um, Jamie and I took four weeks off um, the, sand, the sandal anch to just sort of you know get into our groove as parents and just focus entirely on our baby which the guys were super supportive of. They said, "Yeah, no, absolutely. Like, you take what time you need." Um, but so then there was four weeks that we, you know, weren't do weren't doing. We just started Elantris. We'd done like two episodes of Elantris, and then Georgie was born, so we had to take a break because, like, they're like, "Well, we don't want to continue reading the book, and it's just Data and Joe." Like, because we, we all know Jamie is the really popular one among our fans. Everyone loves Jamie, um, which awesome. I mean, oh, really? yeah. Not. yeah. Oh, she's that's super funny. popular. Not that I, I didn't mean that as like really her. Like that's not. I didn't mean it that way. Right. It's just that. Oh Billy attacked Dak's wife. No, I'm just saying. I got news for you, man. If like Liz became a permanent co-host of our show, we all know who the favorite would be, and it would oh, yeah. not be the poet. So, hundred <laughs> percent. You have to rename the podcast. Um, oh man! But, but yeah, Welcome so, to Liz Houston's so, podcast. I'm poet, and this is Billy, <laughs> featuring poet and her husband. <laughs> I don't even get a name. No, you made it sound like you were poet's husband and poet's a girl. <laughs> oh man! Oh Fantastic. yeah. But, but um, but yeah. So we had the four weeks off, and it's like, well, what are we going to do for these four weeks? And so, because we'd done the Mistborn trilogy, what Data did 
for the first week, he got uh, one star reviews off of Goodreads and Amazon of the first book and read all those. And like he and Joe read those like negative reviews and just sort of had a good laugh about them. And then the second week, they did it for the second book. Third week, they did it for the third book. And it's like, what the fuck are we going to do for the fourth week? Uh, so what they actually wound up doing, um, Joe gave Data a list of books that he had read. Data went to those places, found one-star reviews for those books, uh, and they did an episode where he read those reviews and Joe had to guess what book he was talking about. That's awesome. And I was like, it was That's actually really cool. That's funny. Yeah. How, no, how do like, you do? Uh, pretty well. Um, I think he did get them all in the end, but like the reviews got more and more obvious as Data read right. them out. So, like, but it was. I it was fucking just... hate Star Wars: The Last Jedi by Ryan Johnson, signed Jedi poet. Like, oh, is it about this? <laughs> it's like those like the celebrities read mean tweets, and then Matt Damon reads one from Jimmy Kimmel. <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, <coughs> oh, but yeah, man. So it's like, like, yeah, no, like the podcast is a lot of fun, and so, so we will often reference stuff that we like, you know, pop culture things. We'll bring up movies that, or or books that we've seen or read or everything. Like the one thing that all four of us can comfortably reference a lot is Futurama. Tonight at eleven. Doom. Because we've all seen that. Um. And like, like, so any chance we get to turn something into a Futurama joke, we do. And then the book we're currently reading, there's a minor bad guy working for the mob whose name is Clamps. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to, I, when we got to that, I had to like stop everyone. For those, like, all right, all right, guys, take a minute. Listeners, you know how we feel about Futurama. How many of you were just fucking waiting for us to get to this bit? Because like, we're, we all just started going, give him the Clamps! <laughs> give him the Clamps! He's gonna get the clamps. Uh, oh, my clamps are all rusted from stoolie juice. <laughs> oh, you mean these clamps that I'm named for that I use every freaking day? Great idea, you idiot! That guy can bite my shiny metal clamps. Uh, oh, it's man. fucking great. <laughs> I That's couldn't awesome. believe it when we when we read that. Me I think I actually I... had to message, message Data and just go, "Are you fucking kidding me?" What is that? He just laughed. That's hilarious. There's like sometimes we'll also come up with like random jokes running all the way through. Um, like it in one of the books that we read, like there's occasional references to the background of like, like in the background. It's like oh, there's this pirate who disappeared like ten years ago, and somehow we got onto the joke that there's this one character in the book who really loves to cook. And so we made we started making the joke like, oh, this character is the pirate. He was the cooking pirate, and we start and we had this whole running gag throughout that entire book, just like this guy, the cooking pirate. And we would reference it back as much as we could, and we were always just pissing ourselves laughing at it. And then we got to the end of the book and found out we were right. That guy was the pirate in the past. And like, and again, yes. I had to message Data, and it's like, are you fucking <laughs> kidding me? Uh... And then. I, and then I think when Jamie got to that, because like I'll read the I'll read the chapters and then like we just share the the, the paperbacks and then like she'll read them later, and like she, I, I heard her from the other room just gone, oh come on, <laughs> hilarious, yep, that's awesome. Billy, what about you? How have you been? 
Oh, you actually care. I guess you're asking. Well, hmm. <laughs> uh, man, I've been, I got it. If I'm be honest, I've been stressed out. I've been, uh, exhausted and tired and yeah. Uh, but I think things are getting better now because I just did my, uh, I gave my presentation the other night for my master's project, uh, that seemed to go successfully. I turned in my final paper for it and I'm, I'm assuming nothing goes horribly wrong. I should be graduating in a month. So wow. I'll have two degrees. Look Listen at me. To this guy, this guy nice. who, when I met him, absolutely hated school. Oh and man, and I got no news goals you. of going to college or doing anything other than fucking school off when he was done. And I got to tell you, I, I, even though I hated school back then, now I think it is the worst fucking thing. I can't stand <laughs> it. <laughs> I, I hated it. I, if it wasn't for the fact that it seems to be, you know. I'm hoping I'm hoping that the internship I have right now becomes a more like leads to a permanent position and it might there's you know there's no guarantees but you know, we'll see um, and if that happens great uh, I have gotten a lot of great internships and job opportunities because of being in school outside of that I'm just like I, I don't like this I don't like doing this I don't want to read this stuff I don't want to write this shit especially uh, I I mean, yeah, I learned some things, but for the most part, I'm like, I, so I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost 32. I don't want to do this anymore. Uh, maybe when I'm 40, I'll be like, you know what? School wasn't so bad. I'll get my PhD. Uh, and past me will be like, you fucking moron. Dude, but I want you to get your, I want you to get your PhD. I'll do it. I, if I do it again, I'm going to be, it's when I'm, it'll be some years from now. Cause I, I need a, I need a break from school, man. I'm just so sick of it. It's. And I, 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 I if this will make sense to absolutely nobody, but it a hundred percent explains me, but I only want you to get a, a doctorate. So you can call be called Dr. Houston, which makes me think of Indiana Jones because Houston and Indiana are Related in some sort of vain I, I, way of well, state you're about to say they're both states. states no, but like one's a city, one's a state, and so I just like I'm just be like, oh, they named the dog Indiana. <laughs> the only reason I, I want him to be a doctor, just so I can say the joke, they named the dog Indiana, and no one will laugh but you. Like it's hundred percent, hundred percent. I just, I only. Okay. I just need joy in my life, Billy, and you getting uh, a doctor it would bring me a great amount of joy. I would. I mean, it'd be pretty cool, I guess, to be Doctor Billy Houston, but I don't want it that badly. So. And it, it, it's, uh, I'm, I'm more than happy being Billy Houston in PH for a little bit. <laughs> PH, this motherfucker. And, what? That's what I am. That's what Liz is too. Oh man! Well, actually, Liz is MPHJD because she's better than me. But MPHJD, um, oh. sorry, is that like mother motherfucker that dude from Scrubs? Wait, what? MPH oh, motherfucker with a PH and JD from Scrubs. No, no, MP. I mean, do, wait. Do you actually not? I, do I have to? Am I going to be an asshole if I explain what MPH and JD stand for? No, no, if I, I have no I idea. Okay, MPH is Masters of Public Health. Okay. JD is Juris Doctorate. Cool, all right. 
Nice. I learned but something. No lawyer has ever called a doctor, so keep that in mind. I feel like they would be offended if you called them doctors. And doctors uh, would be, doctors will definitely be offended if you call yourself doctor and you're not uh, a doctor, doctor. Uh, I'm just I mean, like, like you never piss off doctors because like, they got sharp implements and like they're probably going to work on you with them. I, uh, I'll piss off Crickets. the doctor, whatever. <laughs> we had, ah, I was shot and killed. Oh, no. In the halo. Uh, also, what else is going on with me? Man, things are going pretty good. I, uh, you know, now that that's taken care of and I'm... I'll feel a lot better if, like, you know, a job opportunity opens up, you know, but I won't really know about that right away. Uh, I don't know, man. Just doing doing my thing, being a dad. Just looking at my son who's watching me play Halo. Yeah. You supporting me? Why are you excited now? The game is over. Also, I'm excited because I ordered food because I haven't eaten. So, what are you getting? Uh, I just got some bar food. I got like some chicken tenders and tater tots because I'm Ooh, just a pig. That's why I got it. You know, because like, look, I can get chicken tenders anywhere, but I was like, oh, man, I want some tater tots. Uh, so that's where we are. How long till your food gets here? Any minute. Let's see, right, well, we better wrap this up then. Wait, you haven't said how you're doing, poet. Oh, man, I, I was hoping you didn't say nothing, Dak, because then I was going to end the episode and then it was going to be a tag where I yelled at Billy for not asking me how I was. But I'm all right. <laughs> I mean, I, my, look, I'm just all over the place because we didn't open the way that we usually do with, like, how's everybody doing? You wanted to throw me. Like, nah, we're talking about Moon Knight first, then how we're doing. Uh, Moon yeah. Knight! I'm good. We got, we got a new boss at work. Uh um seems like a good guy uh so hopefully things will start to turn around at the job but uh found out this girl's leaving so i'm kind of a little bummed about that but uh created a new dragonborn character kind of stoked about that so you know you know up and down up and down Oh, I got to tell you, I That's told cool. Liz about my character that I created, and she told me to leave the room uh, as soon as I took it. She was like, I don't want to hear about it. Not because it's Dungeons & Dragons, it's because of something else. But I was like, oh my god, this is, I'm so excited about this now. because." <laughs> well, I, I'm, I, I'm, go ahead, Dak. I was going to say, like, I, I, I am also playing a D&D game at the moment with oh with dash actually with chris uh he's oh, our nice. dm uh we're playing over discord and uh, Tell him we say and, uh hello. and like i can join in like i will and uh i can totally join in the lizard thing because i'm playing as a kobold rogue oh man are you on uh D beyond are you using no that? no we, oh. we do we do it no no we don't we don't use any online sites like chris doesn't like them so we just oh. we just roll our dice on our desk and we're sort of like on the honor system to like do the right thing which we you know we're pretty good about that oh yeah i I don't like the online stuff you know for like the game as a whole but i do like using it like to help like using D D D beyond to create the characters has been has been nice uh because i'm not doing anything too crazy for his character wise (laughs) um yeah the, all, the only like, reason I, I asked about that is because I created on there a kobold ring of fire breathing. 
that nice. can on, that can only be attuned by a kobold. It has one charge that rega- that uh, it regains at dawn and it allows you to do dragon's fire breath once a day. Oh wait, that's cool. Is, that, is this for your dragonborn character? No, no, it's it's a kobold ring of fire breathing. It's for a kobold. I don't know what a kobold is. It's like a it's like a kobolds. Uh, kobolds like mini 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 dragonborns. Yeah. Oh, Without okay. Wings. So wait, is your drag wait? Does your dragonborn breathe fire? What kind of what kind of dragon breath does your dragonborn have? Fire. Unless you want to wait and not spoil it. No, I mean I. So I I have uh two characters I've created. One I play with. One that's for a backstory. And both of those characters I've given the last name True Dragon, and. Uh, and then this character, I've went all in on the True Dragon, the House of True Dragon, uh, and so this character is fully immersed in. He's a, he's uh he's uh, essentially the prince of uh, the True Dragon household, the House of True Dragon, and he is a sorcerer uh, with the Draconic bloodline. So he's like deep in the dragon game. Yeah, I mean, I, I went deep. I looked into Dragonborn lore. I pulled fucking my backstories. Man, my backstory is real simple, but I'm proud of it. I'll tell you about it in a second. I'm going to go get my food. It just got dropped off. Hold on. Don't go nowhere. This food sounds good. Dad. Audience, so don't go nowhere. Right now. Booker, don't go nowhere. <laughs> but my my Carvold's backstory is, he, is he's a half-mad pest exterminator. He hates rats. Hilarious. Yep. Also, I haven't had a chance to use it in the campaign yet, but I've... Um, the, and the other players don't know I have it yet, but he has like a little pet thing that helps him with pest extermination. It's a scorpion on a stick, and he calls it Stingy. Ooh, I just what <laughs> for stinging. Uh, that's hilarious. Yep. Like, so what? Yeah, are, I, I bet. Are, I, is it a? Are you guys playing a um, a homebrew, or are you playing? I believe like, it is. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I'm pretty. Sure, um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it's a homebrew that uh, Chris came up with. Nice. Um, it's like yeah, we're all people who signed up for this uh, adventure to find this mystical uh, ring that will grant any wish somewhere out in the wilderness, and so we're all just you know that's 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 the overall goal of the campaign. But we're just doing other shit as well on the way as we search. We've only been at it for a few weeks. Nice. Who are um, what other uh, uh, what are what are the other characters you're playing with? Uh, I asked. I couldn't remember, so I um, asked him for. A, I asked for a list to get put up in our Discord chat. What, let me just have a look here. Um, so you got me. I'm a Cobalt Rogue. We've got a Janasi Paladin, which Janasi, I think the um, the, the yeah yeah. Uh, we have a Kenku Monk. Kenku are like the bird people who can't yep. talk. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. We have a, a half elf cleric. Talk? Well, they do a mimic. Yeah, they, they can mimic any sound perfectly, but they can't oh actually talk themselves. God, I didn't know that, and that means that my friend, when he made one of those characters for the game I was done, I was DMing, I DMed very poorly, because he just talked like regular. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he should have done his research. Uh, yeah, so we've got a, a human druid, a human paladin, who's like a pirate captain, and we have someone who joined, like, uh, we... Or we played one session and then like he's like oh I've got another friend who wants to join the party so we're gonna do that and he's playing as a, he's a ranger but his race is he's an automaton powered by bees so it's like 
we were in the middle of this fight in a warehouse and I nearly got killed by this dude swinging a hammer because I was like mid-leap. The guy turned around, saw me leaping and just pulled out this giant fucking war hammer. And I'm just like, oh, errors have been made. Um, but then he rolled like a nap one, swung down and he hit the crate next to him. Um, and just, yeah, all these bees came out and they filled up this like like suit of armor at the other end of the warehouse. And then now that suit of armor is on our side and following us around. Oh man, that's awesome. When do you guys <laughs> play? Like, uh every second Tuesday night our time. Is it uh I was gonna say I guess it's all Australians. Yeah, yeah. Ain't got time for us Americans. Time zones are crazy, man. Like Joe asked me, like Cloud asked me if um I wanted to join in the game that you guys were playing. Um and and I'm just like, oh, I'd love to, but you guys play like Tuesday mornings, my time, and I'm kind of at work at that point. You don't think you get you you couldn't pause from work for two hours? Just tell me you got diarrhea. Unfortunately, Tuesday is the one day of the week where I have to be in the office. Oh, gotcha. What? So what yeah. time? What time do you guys play on Tuesday? Because I'll wake up in the middle of the morning to play D and D with you guys. <laughs> um. Play at we start playing at seven thirty at night. So let's do a time zone conversion, shall we? Seven thirty Sydney time conversion. Uh, to Colorado. Oh, shit, that's two thirty a.m. I think I can do that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah. Hang on, the co- what? No, what time is it there right now? Uh, oh, yeah, it is. It is two thirty a.m. There you go. Yeah, seven seven thirty p.m. is two thirty a.m. Yeah. Man, I like Matt. Don't tempt me. If you guys <laughs> ever need another player, like something happens, tempt me. But if you until that point, don't tempt me because I might could. <laughs> Cause Tuesdays be the one day that like I might not have to work, cause shit be we, like our Tuesdays have just shit to bed at my job, so like oh. I might but have to work. Two thirty in the morning is pretty, cause it, no. that's the start. Yeah, that means you'd be going until if it's a three hour game, five thirty. Dude, that's perfect. If you guys play for like three hours, like that's I... that's, that's roughly how long we go for. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's exactly that's exactly when I would need to get done so I could shower and go to work. Like that's a every now and then thing. Like every year, there's a there's a big wrestling show in Japan called Wrestle Kingdom. They have it uh, at the Tokyo Dome every January fourth, I think, is the day. Uh, and it's in Japan, so it's at like two o'clock in the morning. So here and now, you know, every now and then I have I've watched it live. You know, and real tired the next day, whatever. But you know, it's a, it's a cool thing to do. I don't watch like regularly week to week like. Jap- Japanese wrestling or something because I'm like I cannot imagine like every week like gotta stay up from two thirty to five thirty, like that would kill yeah. you. I think Billy, you, no. You have a wife and a child. You have people you sh- have to live for. I don't have to live for anybody, man. If I died playing D and D, that would be a happy death. You could tell people he died doing what he loved playing D&D. Dude, how fucking he rolled, nuts he would it be? I was going to that's what I was about to say. I was like, how fucking nuts would it be? Like they find his body, he's like sitting like he's like laid down on the table and like the D20 is sitting on a one. He's like, damn, he really crit failed. 
Yeah, tell Dash it, your your boy Jedi poet has the character poet ready to go if you should need <laughs> a half elf. I like I like fighter. how poet is just this multiverse character who's popping up <laughs> Dude, all over the he, place. Hey, he almost popped up in this campaign, but Data was like, uh, Data was like, I don't know if it'll work out with the story because of this one aspect to your character, and I was like. I was like, I was like, almost just said fucking and sent him to Ivan Drago. If he dies, <laughs> he dies. Uh, I meant, yeah, and I meant to tell you, okay, my character. Uh, oh yeah. I just I don't know if Data wants us to talk about it. I don't know if he's it's one too of those late. Guys it's that, too late. Uh, um, yeah, he's a dragonborn orphan. He was raised by by a by a human man who found him in the woods and. Uh, yeah, he was like hated by his village. Yeah, well, like he 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 was like an older guy. He's like fifty, unmarried. He was just kind of like a dude, but he knew it was the right thing to like raise this this guy. And oh my god! So he did it. My uncle Iro. Uh, no, nah, I'd say he was a tougher guy because I'm playing him like a like a like a professional wrestler. He's a barbarian. Um, oh, okay. And that's why Liz would made me leave because I was like, he's gonna talk like Macho Man Randy Savage. So every time oh, I talk, like, that's how. Oh yeah, doing the thing here yeah. like nobody ever does before. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, that's gonna so get was, so grinding on people. Wasn't raised by Ira. He was raised by the Boulder. The Boulder's gonna win this in a landslide. Yeah. The fact that we three of us picked Dragonborns is. Hilarious. That, that is very special. I love that. Because like, there was a campaign I played in for like two years. And like my, th- my thing in D&D is like, if it is possible to play a reptilian race, I will do that. I don't give a fuck. Like, I will always play the reptiles because I like reptiles. Clever girl. And then there was one campaign where I said, all right, well, you know, I'll play as a dragonborn. And the, D- and the DM sort of looked at me as gone, if you want, I'm like, well, yeah, I do. Why? And like, it was a homebrew setting, and he listed out like the like he's written a whole fucking history for this thing. It's like Tolkien's Legendarium in there. Um, and he's going through it all. And so, so apparently, the world like 200 years ago was conquered by this giant dragon. And like, oh no, he he ruled the world for like 500 years, and 200 years ago, he finally was killed in an uprising. And so now the entire world just hates rep, rep like Dragonborn in general. And it's like, so you can play as a dragon as you want, but everywhere you go, people are going to hate you. And I'm just like, well, that seems unnecessarily biased against letting me just have fun. Um, so I tried to make the character work, and then I thought, all right, what's a backstory that will make sense? So I made him a druid, and it was fucking useless. I couldn't do any of the cool shit. So, like, all the stuff I've been told, oh, druids can do all this really cool stuff. Couldn't I couldn't ever make it work for some reason. So in the end, I got so, fr- I got so frustrated... Uh, we retired the character, and I came back as a total bard, um, which was a lot more fun to play. But then, like, the DM got a new job, and so it was like, well, we're probably going to wrap up the campaign. And so, the very last session, the total bard was killed, uh, oh. and we and we stopped playing. Oh no! And that was like, I, I I'd only played him for like five weeks at that point. Wait, so the end of the campaign was you're dead? Yep. So the end of the campaign, we, we had a boss fight. Uh, um and uh it was like this giant vulture creature thing like some vulture god living in a uh, temple somewhere in the desert and so like three like two of us were killed 
uh, one of us died tackling the boss into a chasm. So we did manage to kill it. Uh, and then the other two surviving members like got out of the temple and were just basically last seen wandering the desert. We don't know what happened to them. I almost killed two characters end. in our game with Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had this campaign deck that uh, ended with us getting attacked by werewolves and I slain like three of them before we got uh, trapped in this uh, in this castle. And and then I never I never played it again. I never played it again. Boom! Roasted. Oh uh, yeah. I don't know that one. But, What's that so one? the very first campaign. You know what pissed me off? I still want to. I, I would love to do that campaign because I've thought about that story. Like, I have a whole fucking setting set up. I've got all these characters that you would interact with. Dude, Jedi Poet's ready, man. He's died a couple times, but you know what? He's I just fucking, don't, man. He's ready. And I, I would love to do it. Remember like a I'm couple gonna, years I, ago, I just, he'd never played D&D. Oh, yeah, he's obsessed with it now. Dude, I if love he played it. every day, you would. And now it's just like, uh, it's, it's dude, his whole world. If I could live my life just in D&D, I would totally do it. I'm, oh, I'm getting that, and I, I, I'm super, I'm super happy. I think I encourage that. I'm, so, I am so glad you found something you love so much. I'm working on my own campaign right now. I just, I, I was so oh, burnt sick. out on DMing. I think, because uh, I mean, I, I played, you know, one game, you know, my first game years ago, and it went really well. You know what sucks? That first game that I played when I first started playing Dungeons and Dragons went so well for so long and i loved it so much and i've been chasing that high ever since because i swear to god i've never been yeah. able to get another game going that is that consistent and that fun because some shit always comes no, up you play for like a few weeks maybe campaign. and then like oh. but then especially when yeah, we moved we had... up here i just didn't have anybody to play with and then we played you know a couple of games online here where i was dming and i was like man i'm sick of dming because i did all this dming at home too because like for a good year before we moved i was dming again i had a lot of fun doing it but still there i wanted to wanted to just be a player there's a lot less pressure when you're just a player and when you're the dm like fuck you gotta you gotta come up with everything yeah, right. and it's 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 tough <laughs> it's the game is riding on you you can be a bad player and people can still have fun you're a bad dm it'll fuck everything up yeah nah, i'm the same the first ever campaign i played uh it was that was that was so much fun and like i feel like i've never really been able to capture like the sort of fun we had with that granted i was also like this is back in 2010 like uh and for some reason like it was a star wars campaign so i was playing as a trandoshan uh just a bounty hunter and yep yep uh and for some reason i had watched inglorious bastards like uh, like before maybe our second or third session so as a joke like just thinking of brad pitt in that movie we had a combat and, and we won and i scalped the dudes that i had killed and somehow that just became a running joke throughout the campaign every person we killed either i would scalp them or someone would scalp them for me and give me the scalps so it's like we had a ship and the cargo hold was just full of the damn things and the dm was just like this is really gross guys and we're all just like yeah but it's a thing now yeah, but we have to do it though. Yeah, but like, but we've done yeah, it before. A... But if we, it would be weird if we stopped. That's what would be weird. I mean, so, this uh, is weird, but, but like, it would be more weird if we stopped. Yeah, and it got to the point where we said, "What are you going to do with it?" I was like, "I don't know, make a fedora out of it." And so then we had that, and I had like a laser whip or something. So it's like 
all of a sudden I'm wearing, I've got a laser whip and I'm wearing like a, a fedora made out of scalps and someone made the jokes like it's space lizard Indiana Jones. I'm like, mm-hmm. eh, yeah, sure, we'll go with that. And uh, that it just we just ran with it and it was ludicrous and it was fun. Hi, Booker. Yeah, he just decided to come crawl up on the couch with me and yell. That's awesome. I love it how like the Skype the Skype symbol has your initials, but then like because like Book has the same initials as you, and it also applies to him whenever he starts talking. It does, isn't that right, buddy? Oh, oh no, he's running away. It's perfect. Okay. <laughs> well, I guess he's, yeah. He's when, a... when they when when Georgie starts to walk, that's gonna be terrifying. Oh man, it's Whoa. awesome and terrifying and yeah. Yeah. I've got a lot of baby can... to do. Yeah. He can jump now, which is super f- weird to me. Fuck. It's going to be weird when he starts dunking on you, though. <laughs> Wait, what? Like in basketball? Are you saying he's going to get tall? Yeah, of course. He's I mean, definitely he definitely got Liz's height. You're going to be like you're going to be like that mother that stands next to their giant child. That's going to be you. <laughs> You're gonna be Kevin Hart staying next to Shaquille O'Neal. Exactly. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't go with The Rock. Um, you know, it's funny you should say that. We just took some pictures uh, at the cherry blossoms that Liz wanted to do, and the way that the photographer had us stand in a couple of times, it was like it had us at the same height. Like it was like a almost like a ditch that she was standing in. I was like, I don't like this. Everybody's gonna know this is a lie. <laughs> <laughs> uh classic oh, i don't mind being shorter uh, than my wife i'm not being short at all but i'll be honest yeah, about it. wrong with it yeah don't don't sit there and make me a liar photographer right i'm not tom cruise i was gonna say people are gonna look at this and be like he's standing on an apple box like <laughs> oh man, oh, man. Oh, it's fantastic. Well, I'm Poet. I'm Billy. I'm He's Dad. Dak. And this has been the Moon Knight Show. <laughs> Good night. This is the outro. This is the outro. This is the outro to the Poet and Billy podcast extravaganza. Burnham. Man. Burnham. Burnham. Wouldn't it be cool to make a Dungeons and Dragons character that had multiple personalities, actually? Oh, Go what's wrong, buddy? Would you multi-class hey, this you character? Don't, don't get up there. Booker. There's a bookshelf in the back of the room. And he's How always you... climbing up there, but he knows he shouldn't do it because he can't get down. So why do you do it, buddy? So the, the question is, how do you play this character? <laughs> how do you uh, roll the, I guess get like... the personalities? How do you level up? Do you multi-class based on which personality levels up? Okay, I imagine that let's let, let's say you're in the middle of combat and before you do a combat roll, you have to roll a personality roll. And if it comes up natural one, you get the you get the personality that does knows nothing about fighting. But how would you... You'd have to have Fucking multiple crickets. sheets, though. I, think, well, well, I was, no, I was laughing, um, but then I was thinking about it. You'd have to have multiple sheets depending on what was, personality was in, in charge. Also, I, I was I was comforting my, my sad son. But um, 
you I would I would say instead of doing multiple sheets, like keep the stats the same, but like the way that the character uh, acts or reacts to things would be different. Like change the alignment, for example. Like one personality is like you know chaotic good, and another one is like lawful evil or something like that. Um, yeah, yeah I like but, but like changing some of the stats, like this 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 one is really acrobatic, and this one's not, for instance. Yeah, I th- you could do that too. Like maybe change like one or two things in particular, but nothing. But instead, but I, I think it would get too too much if you had to have like multiple character sheets just to play as the one character. But it would be interesting, I think. Uh, yeah, I mean it's not impossible. It just require. Oh, excuse me, a lot of fourth. But... You'd have to talk with the DM, I think, and like really narrow it down like how they would want you to do it and. I wonder how much fun that would be. Like, eventually, like, it might be, if it got too complicated, then it may not be very fun. Yeah. Where are you going, bitch? Uh. I wasn't talking to you. I'm talking guys, to the guy. I, I'm, I'm hungry. <laughs> wow. I'm gonna, I think I'm going to try to go find, um, try to find me something to eat. Well, yeah, I'm going to eat what's left of these, uh, of this chicken and stuff. Oh, yeah, I guess mm, you got to do chicken. things. Dak, I'm serious. You let Dash know. I will wake up at 2.30 to D&D. Oh, I will. I'm going to message him in like two minutes and say Woo-hoo! so. Cut to the next episode. Um, and I'm also I got fired have to, from my job. I'm, I, have to... I was asleep. Apparently, <laughs> getting up at 2.30 to play D&D was a bad idea. 